what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 10, volume 1 of Big Fan. My name is Chad East, and I'm a big fan of Pelican Snowballs, vacations that start in two days, and the end of Furniture Market. Hank, what you a big fan of, buddy? I'm Hank Eimer. I'm a big fan of sidewalk ticket sales, playoff baseball. Mm-hmm. And concussion protocol. Ooh, gosh, this sounds like this might be a very, very interesting show, Hank. Um, it's been a couple weeks since we came to the studio and actually unleashed the venom that is Big Fan. We're coming to you on a Monday. Today is October the 15th. Yes, sir. Uh, for me, right in the middle of Furniture Market. That's why I wasn't here last week. Right. Um, but it's, I'm glad to be back here now. We have a lot to catch up on. Lots. Let's start here, Hank. Two weeks ago. You were in a real cool spot, very hot, very athletic things happening around you. You were at a Panthers football game. I was. And was this Harris's first Panther football Second. game? Second. Second. Tell me all about this this game and uh, its festivities. Well, I had a, a, a lady that works for us. She offered us tickets, and she asked me which you know which game I'd like to go to. And New York was early. My birthday was last week. Yes, that's right. We got to put that on the list. Go ahead. So um, I wanted to do it around my birthday she had two tickets. I said, me and Harris will go. So the seventh is when the Giants were playing. And I was kind of going back and forth between the Tampa Bay game and the Giants game. But I told her, I want to stick with the, uh, the Giants game. So we drive down the morning of. But morning bef- uh, the evening before, Harris spent the night with a buddy. Okay. So I told him dropping off, when I dropped him off, I said, look, we're going to have a big day tomorrow. I need you to get some Rest. sleep. Some sleep. Yes. Okay. Next day, I pick him up. A lot of sleepy faces. <laughs> okay, Bags under his eyes. I said, let me ask mm. you a question. You get any sleep? He said, about five hours. I said, well, that's teetering. Yeah, that's close. That's, that's close, <laughs> right? That's close. Boy, your age, and he's about 10. Needs Nine to 10. 12, 12 solid. Yes. So on. we uh, get in the car. We stop by my office. We get the tickets, and we head to Charlotte. When we get to Charlotte, we park. And, you know, it's funny when you got a little guy who's starting to notice stuff, you know. Like, I don't have to hold him by the hand all the time. He's yeah. just eyes wide open walking around. Sure. We pull into parking, right? Tailgating's going on. It's pretty crazy. And, you know, if you don't know this, New York travels. Like, the Giants travel. Sure. They got they, – there was as many Giants fans as there were Panther fans. Wow. We pull into parking. We bark. Harris looks at me and he goes, we just paid $30 for parking. 
<laughs> did we just pay $30 for bargain? I said, yes, we did. And he was like, this is expensive. I said, I know. It is, brother. Just you this, wait, brother. Just this, you wait. This is important. Yeah. This is important. So we start walking to the stadium. We meet up with one of our good friends, Jay Caldwell. He's yeah. there with his family. Cool. So we start talking a little bit, tailgating a little bit. Kids are out there throwing football. He's like, where are your tickets at? So I pull mine out. He looks at the section because he knows the stadium pretty well. And he's like, oh, that's not too far from us. Those are pretty good seats near the end zone, blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking at the tickets, and I'm like, man, why do they say Tampa Bay on them? <laughs> Gosh. And I was like, look at them again. I was like, these are these say November 4th versus Tampa Bay. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm staring so, so at Does your stomach just drop right immediately. there? Oh, my gosh. First thing I think about is I'm going to drive home, not take my kid in this game. Oh, can't so do that. I, I text the lady that I work with, and it was about 1130, so it was church, sure. right? She gets it, comes out flying out of church. She was like, no, you were supposed to get the Giants tickets. Did I give you Tampa Bay? I said, Damn. you did. And she goes, oh, man, where are you? I'll come get, bring them to you. And I said, oh, no, no, she goes, where are you? I said, Charlotte. She was like, I can't believe I didn't put the math together, but I had the tickets yesterday, and I just gave them to somebody. Because I thought, you know, I thought I already gave you your tickets. She yes. was like, it was just like kind of a brain warp. Right. So I now know what I got to do. This Okay, I, this is good. How do you break the news to your nine-year-old son? Nine-year-old. Yeah, so come on. Let's, let's hear this. Let's I said, look. The master at work here. Look, bro. I'm going to take you into something a little bit different, okay? I know we were getting ready to walk to a restaurant and eat, but we got a mission now, and that's yeah. to get in that stadium. I told him what was going on. Right. I said, I can't, we, we can't get in unless we find tickets. So we let that other family go their way. We went the other. Yes. So there's a little bit of concern on Harris's face. He wants to know, are we going to get are in this Are we really place? getting into are this Are we going to get game? into this game? Yeah. Right, because he'd been talking about Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. the entire time. So we're walking towards the stadium. People are like, tickets, tickets, got one, need one. Anybody got one, need one. Get got your one, tickets out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, first of all, we're going to go to the stadium and go to the ticket sales. People in front of us are buying two, t- two tickets. Yeah. Right? So I think, okay, they still got tickets. I walk up to the lady and she's like, I only got pay- uh, singles. That was the last pair. Mm. I do, however, have pairs, 250 each. Peace. Yes. Ooh. Okay. So Harris and I walked out and we start heading down the street. There's one lone scalper sitting out there. And he goes, need tickets? Said, <laughs> he sees it right in your eyes. I said, hey, that I do. That I do. What's your budget? That ain't the question I, <laughs> I wanted you to ask, brother. I, what do you have? I got two upper, two lower. I looked at the upper, and they were – I think you were holding on the yeah, outside right. of the stadium. Okay? Yeah. I said, I don't want those. How about those two lowers? Cost about the same as the, the ones at the, at the, at the gate. Yeah. I said, that's too much for me, brother. I can't do it. So he's like, well, what's your budget? What I can you do, What can sir? I do? Mm-hmm. So I tell him, we're about $150 off, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So he goes, okay, okay, I got a solution. I'll sell them for $100 more than you want. You can. And I was like, no, that won't work. I don't have the money on me. He was like, I'll give you one ticket. You can go in the stadium. And I said, "Let me." there's a problem with that because that means I'm going to have to leave my little boy with you. <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We can't do that. We can't do that. Right. I said, we're about, so I looked him in his eyes and I said, look, we're about 30 minutes of game time. If you have another opportunity to sell those tickets for more than what I'm getting ready to give you, which face value, who's making 50 bucks more. Got it. Right. He looked around. Nobody to be found. Tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> so he said, fine, I'll do it. Two pair. Handed them to me. I handed him the money. Bingo. Harris 
his face was just amazed at the transaction, right? Yeah. Just amazed. So I look at this guy in the face and I said, we're getting ready to go up to this ticket gate. These are going to get me in, right? Mm-hmm. He said, DJ, they all know me around here. Just I'm tell like, them DJ sent you. Yeah, like what's this going to do for me? I got to walk around the stadium and get in. So we walk in and I kind of wince a little bit and they scanned it. Ding, 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 ding. We're in. Nice. So we walk in, pop, 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 get in there. We're in the end zone, the opposite end zone of the field goal. Yep. I realized that guy sold me two tickets that were one apart. <laughs> Oh, so there was somebody kidding. in between us. <laughs> Come on, but DJ. They let, but they let us switch, sure, right? They let kind, us switch. But kind. talk about a game. Yeah. I mean, to go to with him. It was great. We uh, had, you know, it was two funny things I'll tell you about. The kick that hit o, uh, Odell Beckham that kind of got squirrely on the on the punt. And, and the Panthers scored a touchdown they on They scored it. a touchdown yeah. on it. Everybody in the end zone jumps up. We all jump up. High-fiving everybody. I look to my right. Harris is looking up at me. The touchdown was right underneath us. He's only like four, four. He was going, what happened? What happened? What happened? I was going, touchdown. He's uh, like, funny. Odell. I was like, no, the Panthers. So that happened. So he, towards the end of the game, he started getting tired, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to pay attention to this game. He's kind of like being not a butt, but you know when kids get tired. Yeah. I'm trying to keep him in the game. So – we're getting that last drive. They come down and score. The Panthers are making some rough decisions, mm-hmm. like the running move and everything. Well, right when they set up for the kick, Harris is trying to talk to me. I'm wrestling with one arm, right? I'm trying to become a mathematician because they don't say it's 63 yards. You try to right? figure, I'm trying, yes, I'm like, figure out that 17 so that's, yards plus from that spot, blah, blah, blah. Yes. 17, what am I got here? Yeah. I was like, CJ, I, CJ, I was like, Harris, it's like 60-some yards. And he's like, what? Are they kicking it this way? And he's talking the entire time. <laughs> and all I want to do is say, shut up. Yes. Let's watch, watch the this. kick. History in the making. Kicks it. He makes it. Uh, incredible. Beautiful. When did most of the fans stay for the that kick? I mean, I, Panther fans are kind of, you know, they will leave a game in a damn heartbeat. Well, was it pretty packed in there still? No, well, you know, with seven minutes left, it looked like it was ours. Yeah, the game was over. game was over. Right. So you started to see people leaving, right? Right. The funny part was is the New York fans that stayed and watched, especially there was a ton of New Yorkers in our section, yeah. saying stuff like, it doesn't matter. It's over. Oh, gosh. They don't have a chance. Right. They're talking about the Panthers, sure, right? Sure, And so they're over there high-fiving, cheersing each other, right? He makes that kick. You would have thought somebody put a missile to the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I mean, it was the most awful scenario for them. Oh, I wow. I mean, just tears. Crushed. Crushed. Yes. So what did Harris think about the negotiation for the tickets? Did he Was he thinking like, holy cow, that's $300. If he thought parking was expensive for yeah. 30 what did he think about the tickets being 300 bucks? He didn't – he did not really – until we started walking away, he, he said, did we just pay that much money for tickets? I said, yeah, Merry Christmas. Right. 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 So it was uh, – you know, they don't realize this sure. stuff. They don't sure. – it, it was kind of a good scenario – but the other thing was he got to got to watch yeah. do some work. Yeah. Right? Now he's a little bit more street smart, Maybe, right? Yeah, street smart. Hey, just because it says that on the tag doesn't yeah. mean you got to pay it. It's funny how kids' minds work like that. We went to the movies with the girls a couple, I guess it was a weekend ago, and four tickets. Pop, normally, they just leave me. I get the tickets. They're in the video game arcade or whatever. Well, Lucy Rose sat right beside me, and she was paying attention to it. Popcorn costs this, Coke costs this, tickets cost this. I walked out, it cost 80 bucks, right? Yeah. And she was like, 
did you just pay $80 to go see Ferdinand or whatever yeah. movie we're seeing? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's how much life costs. Yeah. Life is expensive. It sure is. So anyway, that's a good life lesson for these kids to realize, hey, everything ain't free. No. You got to work hard for these things to do these nice things. Have right? to. Yeah. So anyway, well, you know, that's an awesome story. And over this last week, so that happened to you two Saturday or Sundays ago. I had a golf tournament that following Monday, which briefly we'll talk about is kind of golf tournament season with the weather getting a little cooler. The golf tournaments uh, courses are closed on Monday, entering a bunch of these golf tournaments. And I'm fortunate enough to be friends with this dude named Roger Young, who is an avid listener and a big fan and a good friend of ours, actually probably one of my dearest friends in the world. Well, he is a hell of a, I mean, I say a hell of a once a time a year golfer. I mean, he doesn't, he never plays golf, but he'll play once a year and it's normally in this tournament and he'll shoot like a 70. Right. So this is tournament in Hickory. This tournament was in Charlotte okay. at this place called Blood Thorn or Fire Blood Blood something. Blood Thorn? Does that sound right? Or Fire Thorn. How about Fire Thorn? Fire Thorn? Nailed okay. It. Okay, Fire Thorn. Yes, very good, very good. So we're playing golf and you know, he hasn't played in a year. He was like, dude, I'm gonna be a little rusty. I'm like, but bruh. I ain't worried about you. These are one of these nice golf course or tournaments too. It's not where you get just a little sleeve of balls. It may be like a koozie. They're loading us up. They've got coolers full of every type of beer. It's not Coors Light. I mean, they're like, it's like the big IPA, like the yeah, good stuff. The good stuff. Got open bar. They're giving away free cigars, big cigars. They're giving away, you know, shirts and hats and everything that's in your, in your golf cart when you get there and great food. So <clears throat> we start playing and, you know, one under, two under, three under. Before the front nine were ten under, and I was like, "Man, we got a shot to win this thing," because Roger is out of his mind, mm-hmm. out of his mind. Good. I contribute a shot or two. The other two cats we play with contribute a little bit, but basically, it's all Roger. So we uh, get off the golf course <clears throat> and we turn our scorecard in, and uh, it's highly technological there at Firethorn or Blood Orange or whatever the name of the golf <laughs> tournament is, golf course is. So they have a ticker that runs on the top of the – in their clubhouse that shows you the leaderboard just like a real t- golf tournament. And so we enter our score, and then you see East, Young, blah, 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 popping up on the screen. First place. Mm. A score of 15 under we finished. So anyway, everybody else puts their co- uh, scores in, <clears throat> do some presentations, and then they're like, all right, we're here to announce – the winner of the golf tournament. And they were like, with a score of 14 under, Ch- Ch- Roger Young, Chad East, come on up. So we're up there like, oh, and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, we got some pretty good door gifts. That means if we won this thing, we might win a damn car. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going home Let's with. Go. Right? Yeah, there we go. So these uh, little kids come up and bring, a, bring us our gifts, and they're in these big bags. And so I start pulling all the tissue paper out, blah, blah, blah. First thing I pull out, those Apple Things that go AirPods. Your, your AirPods was the first gift. I'm like, holy cow, this is nice. This is nice. This is very nice. And so there are other little gifts and stuff that we won too. And the topper, I entered a putting contest at the turn. And if you make it, you get your name entered into a hat. Well, I made the putt with maybe about 10, 15 other people. They pull, after we get the iPods and all this other stuff, they pull my name out of the hat. I won a hundred dollar gift thing to Ballantine Spa for Jennifer. I won golf balls i want a big samurai sword i don't even know what samurai sword it was this big like long knife i mean longer than a dagger not as long as a sword i'll just call it a, a very long samurai knife let's go to a samurai knife 
It's a good cheese knife. Yes, yes. It's exactly. a cheese I knife. I can cut some cheese with it. Uh, but also a little sweatshirt. Anyway, I walked out of that joint like it was Christmas yeah, They should have yes. given you luggage. I'm telling you, it was incredible. So anyway, that was a wonderful adventure. I got to go on with my boy, Raj. That was the Monday after your football game on Sunday. The following week, it's your birthday week. And... I do get to spend some time with you, but typically during the week, I'll see you in here. Right. We might see each other on the tennis courts, but like socially at nighttime, I don't really see you that much during the week. Weekend, some. Yeah, you, you, know got, you got a little bit busier dance yeah. card yeah. socially my, during the week my than I do. card's a little filled up. It's right? a little, and, and you, know, you got later appointments that you can schedule. Yeah. I turn into a pumpkin a little early. You, you not so much. Yeah, I kind of reach my uh, full potential after 11 p.m. normally is what happens. And that's happens. when I'm that's going when to sleep. You, yeah, you're going to sleepy time. Well, anyway, so it was your birthday last week. Yep. And we were fortunate enough to spend a little time together. Just a little bit of time On a together. weeknight. On a weeknight. And we started, yeah, where did we start? We started. Crescent Moon. Uh, yes. No, you Moon. guys started. Yeah, we started a little earlier somewhere elsewhere. else. Yes. Right. And so by the time I got to you, everybody was already doing well. And so to me, we stayed there for, I think it felt like an hour or yeah, two, and that's sure. where we were. And I thought we were there to about twelve o'clock, twelve thirty at night. You told me you left at like nine forty-five or ten, right? <laughs> so my concept of time is just completely out the window. But I did get to hang out with you, and that was Thursday night. It was Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Okay. Wednesday night, which was a very enjoyable time. I hope you had a great birthday. Great birthday. I hope you enjoyed the time there. I did because that birthday Wednesday turned into a whole weekend of fun too. It did. So let's move on to our next topic of conversation it is pro-am tennis tournament at lake hickory country club tons of fun awesome awesome time it's my it was my first one ever and actually i kind of got lucky someone backed out which opened a spot so i could fill it and i had a great great time and you're looking at me right now and just like with a tad of confused confusion in your in your brain it's foggy yeah so let's talk about that okay okay all right so Friday, it's the clinic. What, clinic, And so all these pros from all over North and South Carolina come and to, to help out Brad, our pro at Lake Hickory Country Club, and contribute and help players like us improve their skills, if right. you will. And then so you, you listen to them on Friday night, and then Saturday the Pro-Am starts off where you're teamed with a pro, and you play another player of your caliber with a pro, and you play a Ten or it's an eight game kind of match, right? Right. So it's a lot of fun, right? And they really make it so the pro doesn't win. Right. It's it pits the amateur against the amateur. So you end up, you know, they're going to put you in a position where you either have to succeed sure. or you're going to fail. Absolutely. And which most, for us, it's a lot of a lot failing. of failing. But it's really cool because the pros are all really nice and really cool, and they're just trying to keep the point going so you or your other your opponent. Can hit a winner or make right. an error, which we make a lot of errors. Right. So anyway, it started on Friday, and that's why I'm talking about you looking a little foggy right now, Hank. Because tell me, kind of what happened to you on Friday, which puts you in this predicament. Sir. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, so Friday's the clinic, and you end up doing four clinics, and they really put you with the the guys that you're hang out with or are. Skill level is the most like. And so you get to work out with the same people you usually play with, which was a lot of fun. And we went to four different stations, and we eat, and we have a couple of drinks, and then we play a game like around the world. We do that twice, which yeah. is fun. Um, and when it all got done, it was probably about 10, 10, 15. Uh-huh. Well, over the last few years, I have and a couple of other guys have decided to play tennis. Why we decided to do this is it ignorance because <laughs> we already play enough that evening sure. we're going to play enough the next day tons of tennis the next why don't day. just 
pound in more tennis to be sore and right. feel bad. Feel and, terrible. Right? Yeah. So we go out there and we play. And without getting into the point structure or anything else, I get upended. Yes. Okay? Mm. And by that, I mean a gentleman runs through me. Yeah. And I leave my feet in the... It was a race to see if my tailbone or my head would hit first. Oh, Lord. And I think my head hit first. Okay? Mm, yes. So I hit the ground, and I see stars immediately. And I try to get up immediately, and I think, you know what? I ought to stay here for a minute. Right. So I lay back down. Yeah. And that's how I knew I was feeling pretty bad. Yeah. So I had to gather myself. At this point, people were coming to me and helped me up. And I, I'm like, let me sit here for a minute, boys. Let me sit here. Yeah. And I get up and a little bit woozy, but don't think anything of it. But the people that saw it said, you smacked you hard. Yeah. your head. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, not thinking very much about it. The next day I get there and uh, we're playing our matches. I'm with you a majority yeah. of the day. Yeah. And don't think that I'm any anything's different. Right. But you had something to add to that. Yeah. So when we're talking, I'm looking at you, and normally the banter we have it's full of wit and humor. Okay. It's normally some humorous things we're talking about. Sure. You know, we're joking on this, joking on that. You were very solid. Like the whole day, you were very solemn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's serious is not the description. I'm just going to say solemn. You're still you. You look the same. You know. You're playing tennis the same which is terrible but you know you're still playing tennis the same but it's just the things that you were saying were just way too solemn and serious for the event normally i think we'd be so i just kept thinking something is just not right with hank today sure so i don't know if you realized at the very end of the day i was kind of hanging out with you a little bit more you started even becoming more serious and like almost to the point like you're never boring right at all yeah but i was like this dude is something because you weren't Getting talking. Boring. You weren't even saying anything. Yeah. You weren't even talking. Yeah. So I was like, something's not right with Hank. Yeah, something was not yeah, right. Yeah, so continue on. So I guess I was concussed. Yeah. Right? I yeah. guess I didn't feel the symptoms. And I guess they say that it can, it gets it kind of time. further yeah. away from you. Yeah. So that evening, Harris asked if he could have some buddies spend the night. I said, sure. It was going to get me in bed a little bit early. You know, because you made the finals. I was getting ready to say you talk about all this terrible tennis that we played, but yet you didn't make the finals, and I You're did. Right. Yes, that so, concussion might have made you like super, super. Tennis. Yes, it's that during that day, even better than normal. Right, right. right. Hmm. So we end up we end up getting uh, home pretty early, getting to bed right because we got kids there or whatever. Sure. And the one thing we do miss. Is the party, mm. the pro-am party, which is Saturday night, which yes. I hear you had a fantastic time. It was one hell, of a di- one hell of an evening, Hank, and let me tell you what happened. So happened to be the MC of the event in this first annual Lake Hickory Country Club Pro-Am Tennis Lip Sync Contest, right? And I like to lip sync. No, I mean, no kidding. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a great lip syncer. I can dance well, You like to do it. Yes, yeah, like, <laughs> I've, you want to come in my trophy room and see all the lip sync championship yes. medals I have? So anyway, uh, we did a little practicing. The name of our group was the Billie Jean Kings. And so it was me and five women who really, I got to give it to them. They put a lot of heart and soul and blood, sweat, and tears in this choreography. What I All they did is say, Chad, show up, do a little Michael at the beginning, Billie Jean. 
that's what I danced to. Granted, or that's how we got the name Billie Jean Kings. And then um, I had to do a little Justin Timberlake, bye, bye, bye at the end. The rest of all the middle of the dance stuff, lip sync stuff was all them. They had, they like produced music. It was, it went Billie Jean and it kind of remixed into Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. My wow. wife dressed up like Slash. Uh, Megan Young dressed up like Axl Rose. I mean, can you imagine those two together? Have you seen pictures of this yet? No. Dude, they're incredible. Jennifer looks exactly like Slash. And Megan's dance looks almost like Axl Rose. Megan, love like you. The but serpent? Yeah, the serpent dance. Yep. Megan, had, she had it going on. She was just maybe just a step slow, but she looked wonderful How out dare there. you? <laughs> just, How dare you? I know she'll you? get a kick out of that. She listens to our podcast religiously. So anyway, they were incredible. Then the next group that like moved onto the stage after Axl and Slash were Ryan and Cameron and Holly. They were Walk This Way, Steven Tyler against Run DMC. Oh, wow. That was dope. Yeah. And then they finished, and then I came up, and we finished the entire um, thing with Bye Bye Bye. Oh, and so sounds deadly. It was really awesome. Really yeah. incredible. And then there were some other people that lip sync and lips. Is that lip? What is lip sync? Lip sync? Lip sync. Done been sync. <laughs> <laughs> and they did a great job, and then it just turned into this one big ass party where everybody's dancing around yeah man it was pretty phenomenal we did miss you uh, i was you were sleepy i was sleepy yep and so then you wake up on sunday you're prepared for your match it's the championship match we're talking about championship here. match okay championship ahead. match and i feel pretty good about it right i mean i'm mean, not about the match i feel pretty like i feel rested because i was sore neck was sore back was sore from the fall yeah but i was like you know what i'm gonna eat stretch take some ibuprofen get there I get there, start hitting, feel pretty good, right? Yeah. Feel pretty good. Yeah. So we uh, start the match, and it's myself first, uh, our good friend Chris Lover, sure. and who um, we'll talk about our greatest fan, which is part of his family as well. Mm -hmm. So we start our match, and we're playing, and it's going back and forth, back and forth. They win the first game. We tie it up. They win the second game. We win the next three games, okay? So we're 4-2. Our lead, my lead. Yes. And Chris is serving, and we're in the middle. It's like 30 love or something. And he hits a ball over my head that's a winner, and I snap my head up to look at it and realize it's a great shot. I'm not going to get to it. And I go, ah, dang, you know, like, yeah. crap. Yeah. And I snap my head back and look at him, and it is like – I'm on a tilt a world. I mean, my body, I, I mean, I'm taking like multiple steps to keep my balance. Right. So I put my, nobody really notices it. You know, my partner doesn't, they don't, I, they're now he's serving to the other side. Yeah. I put my racket down like a cane to steady myself. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So he hits the ball to him. My guy hits it back to Chris. Chris hits it in the net. So now it's 40, 15 and he's got to serve to me. Mm-hmm. I start walking backwards and feel like I'm going to just keep going backwards. Holy cow. I go, guys, I need a minute. Yeah. So they grant me some time. I sit down. At this point, you know, we've got a couple of people watching the match, and mm. people are like, what's going on? And so my wife brings uh, something to eat, and I drink something, and I sit there for a little bit, and I'm like, I think I can get back out there. So I get back out there, they serve. I hit the ball back, but they end up winning the point. We wait and we switch sides and now it's my turn to serve. So I get over there and I put that first ball up to serve and look up at it yeah. and hit it. 
go ahead and empty my pockets with those balls and walk off that court. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, Holy it was to the point where I was so unsteady that I didn't think I could stand there. Dang. I didn't think I could stand in one spot. Right. I certainly didn't think I could function hitting a ball hit and everything. Ball, right. And so I started going in my mind. I started saying, you know, is this, if this truly is a concussion, is it, is this like worth, should I still be out of here? Right. Is this, was it the first, so what the overhead goes over your head, is that the, and you look up and you, you're seeing 12 of Chris's and you're losing your balance. Is that the first time that you realized, okay, like you had a thought that maybe something was wrong before, but then when that happened, were you like, yes, I've got something going I didn't think anything on. was wrong before then. I thought oh, really? I was like I, okay. I was like I hurt my neck and my I yeah. didn't think that I you just thought you were sore concussion I didn't yeah. think anything like that people right. were saying that they were like you probably got a concussion I was like yeah. man I don't know about that right. but when I looked up and I looked down it was like a light switch man and so it was all kind of wobbly now I'll tell you the good thing about this kind of thing so I walk over to the four guys after I've emptied my balls out of my yeah. pockets and I'm like hey I'm out I'm out yeah. I don't want and Chris and those two other guys are like dude. This is a charity match. Why? Of course, don't don't yeah. go any further. Yeah. So I look at my wife and I was like, Ray, I I can't. I feel awful. I can't. I mean, my something's wrong with my equilibrium or yeah. something. I must have vertigo or something. And she goes, Listen, you're playing for a glass mug. <laughs> I've won two of them already. <laughs> you can borrow. So one you of can mine. borrow one of mine. <laughs> yes. The gall of this woman <laughs> to throw that in my face. But, you know, then you have people that are like, our bro comes up and is like, man, that's probably a smart thing to do. A doctor came over and said the same thing. And then my good friend Michael Banks walks over and says, why are you being such a wuss? Why are you doing this Finish to us? the match, This, dude, this is on. us. You're up. How do you walk out of the match up 4-3 yeah. and not finish the game? Yeah. And I was like, Banks, I feel awful. And he's like, that's weak. Weak. And I was like, Such good okay. friends. Such then great, great your friends. great golf friend, Roger Young, walks up to me and he said, I've been telling you you need to check your head for years. <laughs> now you really got a reason. So, um, Funny. but, you know, it put it in perspective. I mean, it was, I walked off that court. I went and sat down for a little bit, drank some water, got up when I, I felt okay, got up, walked down to the food. By the time I got down those stairs, I felt like I was going to fall over again. Man, wow. So I went and sat down, got up to get food. I was just like, Ray, you're going to have to get me food. And then I was to the point where I was like, Ray, I got to leave. Yeah. Let's just get out of here. I felt nauseous. And so um, I'm on pro- uh, concussion protocol now. So did you, have you been to the doctor? I called my doctor and he called yeah. me back and he talked me like he was like, I, I don't need to see you. Right. I can tell you, you tell me what happened. I can tell you what happened. Yep. And he pretty much said, he was like, what are you doing today? I was like, well, I'm going into work. I, I got big fan. I got um, to coach my kids baseball team. He's like, yeah, you're going to scratch all that. Dang, no kidding. But I'm in here. You're doing in here doing. Hey. So sorry about that, doctor. Um, A lot of heart you got, Hank. But he said, you know, the, the rest is mentally. And he was like, you can't check your phone. You can't. Look at your iPad. You can't watch TV. Mm-hmm. You just got to mentally chill. The good thing is, is I'm independently wealthy and I don't have to make any money. So, I mean, how is a person supposed to do so this? You can't check your phone. You can't check your iPad. You can't watch TV. You can't read a book. So what do? You, what can you do? You can sit in a dark room, like we talked about a little earlier, yep. and pet your dog. Pet your dog. <laughs> pet your dog. Sit in a dark room, pet your dog. Yep. You know, there you go. I, I just envisioned something from Silence of the Lambs, you know? <laughs> I mean, I was like, what in the world am I going to do? So, you know, I got to work. Right. You know? And so he's like, you got to do what you got to do. But in reality, you got to let your brain rest because you might feel good physically. Yeah. 
But he was like, it's just you got the more time you let your brain rest, the better. And Lord knows I can't afford to lose any more function in that <laughs> in that true. regard. So think about these football players who've had multiple concussions. Can you imagine? So it makes sense. There was a, a football player who played for the Detroit Lions. I can't remember. His last name was – I think it was Javid Best. So he was a little guy. He played running back. Do you remember? Well, he, he got his first concussion, and it knocked the heck out of him, and he tried to come back too early. Then he got another one. He had a retire. That was maybe eight years ago. The dude still has headaches. I mean, that's nothing to mess around with. No. This is your brain we're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I, I don't have the headaches or anything like that, but I can definitely tell. Like, I, so I, I didn't talk to him until probably two, and I went to work, checked my email, had you know, work phone conversation yeah. like a normal day, right. and by lunchtime, completely zapped. Yeah, had I had to. Go home, ate lunch, laid down for thirty minutes. Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it. it I've is, heard, is it comparable to a hangover? Is that the you know you you yeah, had a hangover I, before, right? I never, <laughs> never in my life have I ever. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is. I yeah. you know when you're walking through the when I was walking through the office today, I was telling our producer, yeah. it's kind of like you've got right on the cusp of that that good feeling. Yeah. Like starting of the night, right? right? And then it goes south quick. Huh. Headache, everything else. So, Man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine trying to function with this. I mean, I couldn't imagine guys in the middle of a game right. or guys that were undiagnosed with it, and then they play with it. I mean, I, you know, we're, we're all just decent yeah. tennis players, right. high-level athletes. I mean, I couldn't imagine. They could probably get away with doing more right. because they're just such great athletes. But, I mean, I literally – and you know, not to say, but to get me off the court when I was leading sure. and had a chance to win it, and I don't, I don't think I give up on anything. Right. And to say at that minute, it is better to be off this court than on it, goes to show you how serious that stuff is. Absolutely. So it was a, I don't know, it was it was a crazy moment. Mm. It was a crazy moment. Well, you take care of yourself. I sir. appreciate that, yeah, man. You take care of yourself. Appreciate that. Um, Hopefully I'm not as boring next time I get a concussion. <laughs> it wasn't that you were bored. It was just not you. I could just tell it was not you. You just didn't you were it was you were off. Right. You seemed off. And I you, was concussed. you couldn't tell, but you were concussed. Yeah. So next time I'm Acting off. off, I'll say, dude, did you get another concussion? Yeah. Like, Are you well, concussed? No, well at least no, you concussed again. Yeah. Um well anyway, let's thank you for sharing this. Yo, story yo, with yo. You. It was a great weekend. I hate that's the way it ended, but it up until that part you know it was awesome you still had a good time anyway even with the concussion concussion hi i'm alan i'm chris and we're the co-host of foot candle films a movie review and film discussion show here on the mesh.tv each episode we talk about some new movies cover some film news and have some recommendations and trust us we're just as likely to talk about the latest jim jarmusch film as we are the newest transformers installment hold on don't get too crazy uh, well okay maybe not that bad but you can find our show and all our episodes on TheMesh.TV. Plus, you can subscribe to get new episodes delivered right to your computer or mobile device. We'll see you in the ticket line. You played against a gentleman named Chris Lovern, who's a friend of ours. So, he actually, he gets to hold the glass mug. If he wants to win that way, that's fine. <laughs> I would have thought we would have shared it, but he wants to win a different way. Well, I'm sure, knowing Chris, he's a competitor. He's declared himself the winner. He'll okay? take it. <laughs> there is no doubt about it. He's got that glass mug sitting right in his uh, office right now with 
light shining on it and stuff. <laughs> but anyway, um, his son, he has two sons, wonderful sons. One of them, the oldest is Griffin Lovern, who I've been fortunate enough to, I get to, I guess of the word, I don't know if it's mentor or whatever at church. We're going through a confirmation. So me and Griff have been hanging out a lot. And then he has another brother, Griffin does. His name is Banks Lover. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were in Sunday school the other day, and my wife and I are teaching Banks' Sunday school class with my little Lucy Rose. And we're just talking about, with the class, things that you listened to or learned this week. Well, Banks starts reeling off. It's my turn to go. And Banks was like, oh, oh, I, I, know, I know what you've been doing. He starts reeling off half of my life. right? Oh, yeah. I'm like, Banks, how do you know all about this, this about me? And he was like, I listened to the big fan. Oh, yeah. He said, Mr. East. I am y'all's biggest fan. I'm your number one fan. And he so is. it was. I started laughing and everything. So I talked to his mom and dad later, and they were like, "Yeah, he cannot get up. He he can recite episodes, Hank. Like he he said, you know, one of my favorite ones was uh, Go Away Flow.' And I'm like, Go Away Flow, the hurricane. Oh yeah, he knows them. He knows yeah. them all, man. So anyway, this one goes out to Banks Lover, and we'll dedicate this show to you, our number one fan. Number one fan. And you know what's so funny is our number one fan is making our least favorite fans because his parents have said that they have listened to so much big fan that they know every episode too, and they're starting to hate your voice. (laughs) So funny. Well, you got to love it. You got to enjoy this voice because if your son is our number one fan, you're going to be listening to a lot more Miss Ryan and Mr. Chris. It's hilarious. So that leads me to our next topic of conversation, Hank. Um, I'm in the middle of furniture market, as I mentioned earlier. Tomorrow is my last day. I'm actually flying with a group of people to Florida. Unfortunately, it's the part of Florida that just got destroyed by this hurricane, Michael. Um, but this is weird. So the hurricane came on the Gulf side, you know, and I don't know if you've seen some images of the beaches. They're yeah. just demolished. They're Mexico leveled. Beach. Mexico Beach. It's like a bomb went off there. It is. So sad. They're still looking for people. Well, we are, uh, I think, 30 or 60 miles from that beach, and supposedly it was unscathed, which I cannot see how that's possible. But anyway, we're flying. I'm actually flying down with Chris and Ryan. So I will make sure they have this version of the podcast downloaded you make so sure we can that. listen to it in the car, on the airplane, and all that good stuff. Awesome. Yeah, it should be a fun time. So this place is called Rosemary Beach. It's the way that I, it was described to me. It's like Martha's Vineyard in Florida with a beautiful beach, beautiful water, bars everywhere. You take golf carts to get to your destination. Uh, there's an ABC store literally a quarter of a mile from our house. I know you Google map that. Yeah, that's the first thing I looked at. So anyway, we're going to be ready to roll here in about 48 hours. We'll be on our way to this beautiful destination, and I'm sure we'll call or text you while we're down there. Um, I can't guarantee you what kind of state of mind we'll be in, but you be ready for that call. Can't wait. Yes. All right, Hank, a couple more things let's get to before we get out of here today. Mention your Panther game earlier. <clears throat> Some. Some of our big fan fanatics, they came up. They wanted to actually be uh, to, to help the podcast today. And so they said for Hank's hierarchy, we know Hank's a big Panther fan. We want him to pick his top five Panther players of all time. So it's kind of like the lifeboat we did a couple week, weeks ago, Hank. I'm going to list about ten players. You need to pick the top five Panther players of all time. Okay. Here's the list that our fans gave gave us for me to give to you. We've got Steve Smith, Cam Newton, Luke Keekley, Sam Mills, Thomas Davis, Julius Peppers, John Casey. Yes, he is a kicker. 
but he made this list. Jake DeLome, Jordan Gross, and Stephen Davis. Now, that's your list of ten. Can you break it down and give me five? Top five Panther players of all time. And while you're thinking, we're going to let you get your uh, theme music here. Thinking music? Here we go, Hank. Here we go. All right, let me get back. Okay, think, think about it for a little while. I got it. Good thing that went so smoothly. You can get with this, or Hank can get with that. Hank can get with this. Okay, Hank, here you go. Your time is up. Okay. Let's start, and you can put them in order, or you can just go straight down. Yeah, I, don't, top I, can't, I can't go in order. I just think that there's... You know, Plus, you're concussed. I mean, that's too much for your brain to four, handle Four, twelve, right seven. <laughs> I can't do it. How many fingers am I holding up right now? Go ahead. <laughs> Zero. Okay. Um, so, probably, uh, Keekly is going to be on there. So, there are a lot of a lot of my favorites are on the... So, the outside looking in? Yes. Outside looking in? Yes. Captain Mutterland. <laughs> I just like the name, dude. How can you not Captain like Captain Mutterland? Top five? Well, no, he's outside looking oh, in. Outside looking in. Outside okay. looking in. Got you. Got okay, you, got Josh you. Norman's outside looking okay. in. I don't like that cat, but he was a great yeah. DB for us. But right? for, of all time, he no, didn't play no, no, okay. no. I'm outside saying outside looking, looking in. in. Outside looking in. Okay. Okay. Graham Gano. Okay, uh, Graham Gano, way outside <laughs> looking in. Although I did, you know, I yeah, like him. Just won a game. No, and you know, there's might be some people that I like in the future, like McCaffrey. I like that guy, but he's not good enough to say that he's one of the all-time best, right? Right. So. I, I'm going to go with probably my all-time Steve Smith, right? He's going to be my number one. Number one for and, me, too. And, and I got to tell you, he's my number one because of his heart. Nobody gets does more with a little package than yes. that man right there. It didn't matter how big the opponent was. That dude was going to try to go right through you. Didn't matter he's, if you had a cast on. Exactly. Didn't matter anything. Going right through you. All By heart. far. All heart. All heart. By far the number one. Okay. I'm not going to put Del Homie in there. He's outside looking in. Bye bye. That cat can look out too. Um, <laughs> Keekley's going to be in that group. Definitely. Okay. Keekley, I like Keek. He's, uh, uh, he's definitely one of the harder workers on the team. He'll be a Hall of Famer. He will be. He will Cam's be. not going to be in mine. Not either. Okay. Mine. I, I think Cam's a great athlete. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. He's not going to be one of the great Panthers of all time. Yep. I'm not going to include him in there. Okay. Um, Sam Davis is going to be in there. Sam Mills or I mean, Thomas Davis? I, uh, Sam Mills is going to be in there. Yes. I mean, he's just a history guy, right? You look in that stadium, they've got the they got a statue the of them already. Shrine of them. Deserves That's to keep pounding. That you know, I mean, he's just a big part of the whole thing. No doubt, right? He's my top five too. All right, Julius Peppers. Bingo. Okay, absolutely. That guy, absolute freak. One of my favorite. NFL stories is about Julius Peppers. Have I told you that no, story? let's hear it. Okay. So you know um, Austin Johnson, who plays – he used to play for the Saints, for the Saints yeah. and then he was playing for the Buccaneers, and I think he had surgery this year, so he's no longer playing. I don't think he played this year. Okay. He has a friend that he went to um, uh, college with and played at Tennessee, uh, Torin Poole. And Torin was talking about the time that he was running the ball. He, he was on the – I guess the scout team for the Panthers and he got moved up because maybe D'Angelo got hurt okay. and he was playing in a preseason game. Yeah. So, you know, he was just having to play with the first squad. So they were playing in Chicago, right? He gets a pitch to the right side. Jordan Gross, who's probably my number five. Mine okay. Too. That's Jordan weird. Gross is yep. probably my number five yep. is on that right side with him. Right. He's like, I've got an all pro tackle right there. I know I've got that edge sealed, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, he sees Gross get jerked to the ground. Oh, no. Okay? Yeah. Like like I fell to the ground right. earlier this week. Right. Right? 
What in the world? Sorry, go. He sees Jordan Gross get down, right? He's looking at who pulled him down as Julius Peppers. Coming at him. So he says, okay, I need to get around the edge and get three yards. He said, I'm sprinting as hard as I can just for the line of scrimmage, right? Mm -hmm. Peppers is coming that same line of scrimmage. And he said, I watched this man run stride for stride with me. He's four inches taller than me, 60 pounds heavier than me. And then he realized that he's doing that karaoke. That Peppers is not running straight like right. he's running. Oh, really? He's running leg yes, over leg, leg over leg, wow. leg over leg. And he was, he's like, when I saw him doing that, my heart sunk because <laughs> I realized that this, th- these are the freaks of nature yeah. that you're put in the league with. Right. These are the freaks. Crazy. Crazy. So Julius Peppers, by far one of my favorites. Jordan Gross is going to be Bingo. That's, right there. That's so funny because that's my exact top five, too. I mean, the exact same dudes. Maybe not in that particular order. There is no particular order, but the same way. J- uh, Julius Peppers, Hall of Famer for sure. Actually, on this list that we just named, I think Steve Smith's going to be a Hall of Famer. Keekley, Hall of Famer. Jordan Gross, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Pep, Hall of Famer. Sam Mills, is he – I don't know. He I, may just mean more to the city. I Charlotte. think that's what it is. He's just the – I mean, he was there for the beginning of the franchise. Yeah, he, I mean, he was the heart and soul of the franchise. So I don't know if he'll be a Hall of Famer. Uh, but anyway, it's a pretty impressive group. You know, that's not a bad five to start with for any franchise there. Um, <clears throat> all right, Hank, let's move on to our last segment. Actually, I don't want this to be our last segment yet. We need to get Pearsall's picks. All right, so Pearsall's picks. Um, this is one of our buddies who said he depended on our picks anytime we made a football pick. Last year, he would go immediately against us, and he made enough money to buy his uh, family really nice Christmas presents last Unbelievable. year. Unbelievable. So, our first pick, I can't remember. He really needs to check in with you and tell us what his, <laughs> his record is. Yes. You got really. that out there, Mr. Pearsall? Uh, we're going to have one game here, Hank, and this is a big game. And the reason it's a big game, because NC State Wolfpack, the undefeated NC State Wolfpack, are playing the undefeated Clemson Tigers in Death Valley Saturday afternoon at 3.30. It's a huge game. It's got... We're talking about if NC State wins this one, we might go to the Final Four, Hank. How many points we are We might getting? go to the Final Four. How many points are they getting? We might go to the World Series. <laughs> we might go to the World That's right. We're going to the Super Bowl, Hank. They're a 17-point dog, all right? NC State is a 17-point dog at Clemson. Not enough. <laughs> so you think Clemson covers that number? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. You're so terrible. I'm going Wolfpack all day in an upset money line manifesto is what I'll call this. The upset man- money line manifesto. Put your money on the Wolfpack for the outright win against the Clemson Tigers in Death Valley. 3.30 in the afternoon on Saturday. Take it to the bank. Ding, ding. I am absolutely concussed. <laughs> I cannot believe that you are going to pick them yes, man. to is, win outright. This is what they've got going for them. They haven't beaten Clemson in a long, long time, right? They've got uh, the world against them. It's kind of like the Steve Smith thing. He know Everybody's against them. The world's against them. He has a lot of heart. This Wolfpack team has a lot of heart. They're going to show the world and shock the world what it's like to be a Wolfpack fan, and we're going to win this game, Hank. We're going to take it, take it down the field, matriculate the ball through the end zone, Hank, get six points, win 24-20. to 20. Stop banging the table. <laughs> that's hurting my concussion. Please. Sorry, that's right. You can't have it. You can turn the lights down in here, too, to it would your be concussion. Nice. It would be yes. nice. You you were okay. concussed. That Here's is Saul's the picks. worst. Wolfpack plus the 17. Take it to the bank. All right. Is that a calculator yes, sound you're making? Okay, next up, final segment of the uh, afternoon. 
Chats Champions. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here we go with Chad's champion segment. We're going to go through this really fast because Hank looks like he might fall over. I'm telling you, he's not looking good here, guys. I'm worried about you, Hank. Should I be worried about you? What did the doctor say? Do not look at your phone. Put that phone away. Get your dog in here right now. Let's turn the lights off and you just start petting this dog, okay? (laughs) Okay. I'm doing it now. (laughs) Okay. All right. So for Chad's champs, remember, this is our top four list. Today's category. Movies about music or musicals. Hmm. Okay. So I've got a long list of options here for us to choose from, Hank. I don't need options. I got options. You got them? Okay. Well, let's just, make, let's just talk about some that didn't make the cut for me. Okay. It's a great list, too. Hank, do you know a little old movie called Purple Rain? I do. Purple Rain did not make the list for That's me. unbelievable. Unbelievable. How about a little movie called This is Spinal Tap? <laughs> Walk the Line. Wow. School of Rock, The Bodyguard with Whitney Houston. Now, I really like that music a lot. If I would stay, I would own. How about that? I got to get home. <laughs> How's that do for your concussion, buddy? I got to get home. Okay. Uh, we've got Grease, you know, John Travolta. We've got Now I Gotta Cut Loose, Put Loose. Remember that one? Yep. La Bamba, Hank. Do you remember La Bamba? What a great movie. Fantastic movie. The Doors. I have that on here, too. Yes. How outside about, Looking In. Outside Looking In. I've got 8 Mile. That one was tough for me to keep out. 8 Mile, Outside mm. Looking In. Saturday Night Fever. Uh, the list goes on and on, How about Hank. Straight Outta Compton? Well, that might be in my list, Hank. Okay. That might be in my list. Okay. Um, so let's start with you. How about, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Oh, you've got, a, you've got some. How about, how about Coyote Ugly? I think that's the first time that jean shorts and cowboy boots really started making an uh, image in guys' hey life. Yes, hey now. Yes. But I also have The Doors, Coyote Ugly, Footloose. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Grease, Straight Outta Compton. Yes, okay. Good list. Good I think list. Straight Outta Compton is outside barely. For you, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a great it's movie. It's probably going to make mine. So, hey, let's start with number four, Hank. Hanks, number four, musical or movie goes to? That Thing You Do. The Wonders. Yes, the O'Neaters. If you remember, they messed their name up. <laughs> the O'Neaters. The first, did you see that movie in the theater or did you watch it on DVD? I can't remember. It was okay. so long ago. I went to the theater to watch that one. I might have been the only cat in there, but I enjoyed it so. And so every time it's on, and it's on a lot. I mean, TNT or TBS or wherever it's on, HBO. Every time it's on, got to watch it. Got to watch it. Um, good choice. My number four comes in. It's a musical based on Motown. Barry Gordy, The Supremes. It's a little movie called Dreamgirls. Jennifer Hudson wins an Academy Award for her performance in this movie. Yep. And uh, there's this one song. And I'm telling you. You know what I'm talking about that part? Yes. When she gets into it. it. Might be a top ten scene of all time for me. So anyway, Dreamgirls comes in at number four. Hank, give me number three. Eight Mile. The reason that I say Eight Mile is it, you know, Eminem was pretty big. For me, I mean, that first album, probably big for you. Oh, yes. You knew every song on it, everything. Mm-hmm. And to watch kind of a, you know, it's probably very fictional, you know, some of it. But to watch, especially that end scene where he just runs shop. He, what's so funny, Michael Banks and Roger and I were talking about it on Saturday at the tennis tournament. Roger said, you know what I'm doing? I'm going home right now. I'm going to go watch the last 20 minutes of that movie. Remember the part? Yeah, what was the what was the zip or the area code? Yeah, eight, whatever it was. So we, you, 
once you see that scene, you can't get it out of your uh-huh. head. You know, that crowd just bouncing. And as he punks yeah, that dude. Oh, it's great. Great. Good choice. Number three. My number three, we just talked about it, that thing that you do. It meant a lot to me. It comes in at number three. Two for you, Hank. Footloose. Now I gotta cut loose. Which think- version? The old version, Kevin Bacon, or the new one that's terrible? Did you know there was a new one? <laughs> there was a new version of Are you Footloose. kidding me? The new one that's terrible? <laughs> no, of course, Kevin Bacon. I think yes. that he looks like a ridiculous person in it. I think that the storyline is awful. <laughs> I think that the movie is terrible, but it's got so much history. Love it. Love that movie. And it probably should have made my list. Remember the girl, Kevin Bacon's love interest? Oh, yeah. Do you remember her name? She was Fast What is and her loose. name? Fast and Loose. Remember her red boots? Yep. Do you remember her red boots? Oh, God, what is her name? I wish it'll come to me in a second. But anyway, I wonder what she's doing now. I think about when I'm watching that movie, I'm like, because she was really sexy. Remember? Very pretty. Very, very sexy. You know who else is in that movie? Just Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. She is the other girl yeah, in yeah, that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was actually her first movie. She she dances with a cowboy. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. God, I love that movie. Good call, Hank. My number two, you mentioned it early. It's straight out of Compton. So I, I watched that movie, which came out in 2016. Watched it about 10 times. Never gets old. Probably my favorite Movie, hip hop related. Actually, New Jack City is probably number one. New but, Jack City. You know, so straight good. out of Compton, right there. Number two, you got it. And, drum roll, please hold your ears. It's going to hurt your concussion. Number one, Hank Imer. Almost famous. What do you know? Mine is too, Hank. It's a great movie. Wonderful. It's, it's a great same. movie because it takes you a, a look into that time period and really what those guys were doing and how free. They lived. I mean, yes. talk about free and fast. Right. Those those cats did it. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, scene on the bus, Tiny Dancer. Top five scene probably of all time for me, you know, because they just got in a big fight. They're on this bus to their next gig. Nobody's talking. And a song comes on. Elton John's Tiny Dancer. And one person in the front starts singing in a little bit. Then the next person starts singing. And before you know it, they're back together. That is... A metaphor for what music does to people. It brings you together, Hank. How about that? Hank? I'm not feeling good. <laughs> oh, I thought you'd look at me and say, "Man, that's pretty deep." But you looked at me like, "I think I'm going to vomit." Yeah, yeah. it's uh, okay. it's let's that get, time. Let's get you out of here, buddy. Let's get you out of here. All right, big fan listeners. If you're worried about Hank, please reach out to us. Fax us. Uh, you can. Uh, re- <laughs> <laughs> reach, uh, reach us at the voicemail line 828-619-0048 or email us at info at the dv or hashtag Hank has a concussion whatever you want to do let's make sure this guy's okay alright send your text send your emails to me don't bother him he's getting ready to go into a dark room with a big dog and pet for many hours <laughs> Hank I hope you feel better thanks brother alright peace You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard. 